in a world where some of the greatest motion pictures ever made are reaching their 30th anniversaries. One group of friends gathered together to pay tribute to these films. Pat Cantagallo. Dennis Matouche. Jeff Mazuka. Bo Wumbold. Each week we take a look back at one movie that is reaching that 30-year milestone. Whether you love seeing these films in the theater or enjoying them for the first time at home, we invite you to join us this year as we travel back in time to 1986. I am your host, John Reed, and you're listening to the 30-something Movie Podcast. And thank you for joining us once again for the 30-something Movie Podcast. Uh, as you heard the little recording there, I am your host, John Reed. I have with me the, the in, uh, Indomitable. Indomitable. Can, that's, we, can we go with Indomitable? I, that's, I'm, I'm, it's going to be like okay. Three Amigos. I'm going to have to they, look that up. They, okay. It's, uh, well, you, you have a plethora of, <laughs> plethora of knowledge here. That's right. Okay. Um, Pat Canigallo. Hey, hey. Uh, we may have, uh, some of the other guys may, may drop in here yeah. uh, in a little bit. It is one of the first official days of school, so... Uh, there were some that said, nope, done, going yeah. home, and we do not blame them at all uh, because it's been a bit of a busy day. Yeah. We're getting back in the swing of things. Tumbleweeds in the wind, man. Tumbleweeds mm-hmm. in the wind. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are episode number 85 of the 30-something movement, marching right along to 100. I don't know what we do. Close. What do we do for 100? Like, do, we, do we dress up and... We'll have to see what the theme is. Fancy dresses. What and, is the and theme? And do a video. Yeah. The theme. Well, if it's if we're if I'm looking at my episodes here and we're on track, I put a whole bunch of question marks next to episode number one hundred. Because if we do all the ones I'm thinking of doing, we would hit number one hundred in the middle of November, and that's the middle of our uh, crime fighting and mystery month. Oh. So I don't know if we do a. Wait, that's lethal weapon, right? Uh, that month, that uh, Lethal year? Weapons next year. Oh, okay, see, we were looking at yeah. what we're going to do next year. I'm getting excited. Yeah, November, uh, November we got Cobra, we got Raw Deal, we've got The Name of the Rose, we've got Blue Velvet, and then we've got one other, it's a, it's a five Wednesday month, so we got one other we got to fit in there somewhere, so, uh, and that would be the 100th, so I don't know if we do a 100th episode Retrospective? Spectaculario or... Uh, a retrospective? A, a retrospective of some sort, sure. Yeah. You'll be recovering from the October horror month, so... Yeah, I don't know about it. It kind of felt like... The second half of August kind of felt like that, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to October for you. We got Poltergeist 2, we yeah. got House, we got Little Shop of Horrors, but that's a funny one. So. That's, yeah. Uh, then we got The Fly, so... Good stuff. You might not be hearing too much from Pat. <laughs> Pat may be gone during but, but October. You might just hear the rustling of blankets and little meep, mm-hmm. meep, 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 meep coming out when I'm... Didn't watch the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm too scared. <laughs> well, that's what I took John Ezra to... Um, my son, John. Yeah. I took him to uh, see Raiders of the Lost Ark a few weeks ago in the movie theater. They had like a $1 yeah, ticket. For yeah, them. yeah. And it got to the very end where like the faces are melting and the ghosts are coming up out of the ark and... And I kind of warned him ahead of time because I knew, like, he, he puts on this, you know, tough demeanor. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know. He may have nightmares about this. So let me just, let me warn him ahead of time. And so I did. I'm like, do you want to know the parts that might be kind of freaky? Because they freaked me out as a kid. And he's like, um, no, no, I'm okay. And then we're sitting in the movie theater right before the movie's going to start. Dad, what were the parts that you were maybe going to warn me about? <laughs> and I was like, um... Well, at the very end of the movie, there's there's this kind of creepy part, and it, it freaked me out as a little kid. 
okay, can you tell me when that's about to happen? I'm like, sure, no problem, buddy. So it gets to the gets get, gets close to. He that survived part. all the other stuff. Oh, he survived everything yeah, else. Everything good. else is fine. Um, he got. I think he got a little freaked out in the um, uh, when they found the ark, and then uh, Indian and Marion got uh, closed up in the and yeah. t- with the snakes, and then the corpses in that yeah. one room, and then yeah, I yeah. think that may have freaked him out a little bit. But then it got to the end, and I was like, okay, it's coming. And I mean, he he pulled up the collar of his shirt, and he mm-hmm. uh, he he claims that he saw part of it. And like now he'll be like, yeah, I, I no, I, I looked like I was peeking out over my shirt, and 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 I saw it. And I I, I kind of remember your eyes being closed the whole time. Like he had his hands up by his ears. And yeah, because there's a lot eyes of were screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of screaming and melting and all that other stuff. So yeah, I, I kind of picture you in October a little bit like that. Yeah, I'll probably be doing this. I like pat the months over. Yeah. Yeah, um, watching through my fingers. We got some. We, we got some good ones coming up. Um, so we'll figure out what we're gonna do for a hundred. We I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's right next to Thanksgiving break too. So it, that could be a that could be kind of a, a weird, strange time for us as teachers. <laughs> um, all righty. Well, we got uh, Pat mentioned that uh, we had started to kind of plan out because um, it's never too early to start planning for next year. So we started to plan out kind of our movies for next year. Um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put up a tentative list of some of the ones that we're thinking about. Uh, put those up on 30podcast.com, our website. And we actually have a forum on our website. If you'd go to 30podcast.com, you can suggest a movie. Um, I, I'm gonna put up the rest of the movies for uh, 1986 as well. And if you look at that list and you're like, hey, I, there's a great movie that you guys have not even touched on yet. Um, feel free to send us a form telling us, hey, this is a great movie. You guys should take a look at it. Um, and we can do that for any year, for this year, 1986, next year for 1987. But uh, we'll put up a tentative list so people can kind of check that out and, and you can make some of your own suggestions. But I think we talked last time. There's some really good stuff. There's some really good stuff. There's, what was it? It's Princess Bride, Masters of the Universe, um, Lethal, Weapon. Lethal Weapon, Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. Um, God, what were some of the other ones? Uh, oh, Evil Dead 2, I like one. Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Fan Untouchables. Squad. That's what I was Untouchables is a good one, yeah. 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 Um, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, the best Superman movie ever made. There, there it is right there. I, you know what? I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd write Superman a letter. I'll tell you what I'd do. <laughs> that kid always annoyed me. Even as a kid, I was annoyed by that kid. Yeah, th- you know what's annoying? I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd have Superman get rid of all the nuclear weapons. You'd... Uh... <laughs> You'd, uh, you're pretty annoying when you're annoying, not annoying as a kid, but when you're annoyed as a kid mm-hmm. and you're annoyed by something, mm-hmm. that's an annoying thing. Yes, when a child is annoyed. Yeah. Uh-huh. That means that movie, because, you know, now we watch stuff and we cringe. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. But if you knew back then, but, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's. No. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, so we got some of that stuff coming up next year. So if you have suggestions for movies that we have not covered yet, or if you want to suggest some for next year, preemptively, you can go ahead and go to 30podcast.com and suggest that to us. Um, We are always open to your suggestions. Um, We may laugh at them behind your back. Only if they're really dumb, though. I mean, We might laugh at them on the air. We might laugh (laughs) at them on the air, but we, I mean, we've covered some kind of dumb movies and we may be doing that (laughs) in the next couple of weeks. That's right. I got, I got a candidate right now that Mm -hmm. can go in that list. (laughs) With segue, we're going to be talking one crazy summer this time. And uh, before we get into that, we will tell you that we do spoil the events of every movie for this one. That may not make a difference. Um, but uh, we do spoil the events of the movies, and on occasion we will reference other movies too. So if you've lived in a cave your whole life, you've never seen movies, 
come on out, go see movies, and then get back to us. Um, and if you are so inclined, if you listen to your podcasts on iTunes, if you'd like to go give us an iTunes review, um, we don't have any yet. So well, I, I take that back. We have one on like a, one of the foreign iTunes stores. Oh. So the international crowd is loving us. Cool. But Well, I don't know. Are they or are well, they giving us? It, it was a good review, so okay. it, was, it was fine. But, you know, we, we're, we're red-blooded Americans. <laughs> you know, and we want we want some American reviews. Yeah, you know, we just got done watching the Olympics. It's like if the Americans don't give it to us, then that's right. That's I don't know if it counts. <laughs> we it love counts. you. We love you. All the other countries too. Those three guys in Ireland. Yeah, feel free. Irish iTunes Store, give us a review. You got it. Whatever. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot I'm thinking about right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that we could discuss. USA. That's, USA. that's right. USA. Okay. Make sure the um, bathrooms are unlocked, right? Well, that's... You, <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Oh, boy, um, that was that was sure. not a... Speaking of things that are make embarrassing... Sure, make sure the bathrooms are locked All right. <laughs> Moving very quickly on. Like a swimmer through the... No, okay. Um, hmm. Okay. So, I don't think we had any new movie news this time. No. We, we kind of looked some stuff up. I People are... Either complaining or praising Suicide Squad. I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen I haven't it? seen it. I haven't nope. seen it yet, so we'll move on from that. Um, plan to see it at some point. Would still like to see it. Um, so, yeah, I can't think of too many other things that are going on. No, the Harley Quinn phenomenon is the only thing I've heard about with that movie. That mm-hmm. she, and the actress, but also the character, mm-hmm. just makes that movie. That's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah. It's just like. Well, I think they're going to give her a spinoff. Like, I think they're yeah. going to do a solo, which yeah. my, my daughter, Nora, she's five, about to turn six. Loves Harley Quinn, loves that character, but loves her from like the comic books and the the kids' comic books yeah. and the cartoon, the old cartoon show. And I think she just likes the fact that she has hair that's different colors. Mm-hmm. And so we went to the movie theater to go see Secret Life of Pets, and they had this big cardboard cutout of the Suicide Squad people. And of course, there's Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn standing mm-hmm. there with the the fishnets and the torn mm-hmm. clothes and the tight shirt and the and she's like, Dad, I want my picture next to Harley Quinn. Well, okay, sweetie. Um, yeah, we'll we'll take your picture. I took her picture next to the Harley Quinn. I'm like, okay, this is one. I don't think I'm gonna put up on Facebook. Yeah, it's, that's right. You know, wait till I'm next not. Year. I'm not. I'm not a prude of a dad, hey, but at hey, the same hey, time, dad, I'm like, wait till next year's Comic Con. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not not gonna happen. If she wants to dress up like Harley Quinn from the old Batman cartoon, okay, fine, like the Jester type outfit. Yeah, totally fine with that. That sounds get her good. a big mallet. That's okay, but yeah. not uh, not modern Harley Quinn. That's you know. No, thank you. Got to draw that line, man. Mm-mm. Yeah. All righty. Should we... Um, Let's have one crazy should, should we get crazy? That's, yeah. That, this Let's get crazy. Made me want to come back to school. <laughs> I want summer to be done. Please, <laughs> yeah. Please. All right. Well, the title of this one, One Crazy Summer, and we'll let you decide if it was or not, um, if crazy is the right adjective. It came out on August 8th, 1986. It uh, was rated PG. was directed by Savage Steve Holland. Uh, apparently got that nickname, Savage, and he just kind of kept it. Uh, since when he was a kid, I think he kicked a kid in the teeth or something like that. I don't know if they were, they were playing hockey or they were playing a game or something, and he kicked a kid in the teeth, and just, oh. the, the name stuck. Um could also be a descriptor for this movie. But uh, he also directed Better Off Dead, uh, Safety Patrol, and a movie called Jonas. Producer for this one was Michael Jaffe. He, he produced uh, Better Off Dead, Body Snatchers, and The Informant. Uh, writer was also Savage Steve Holland. Um, he wrote Better Off Dead and did an unaired pilot of a Bill & Ted TV show. Hmm. Uh, music was done by Corey Larios. He did the music for Max Headroom, Child's Play 3, Boiling Point, 
the Baywatch TV show and Thunder in Paradise TV show, the one with Hulk Hogan. Uh, could not find anything on the budget for this one. The box office, $13.4 And I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm surprised it got that much. But we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. Um, this one was starring John Cusack as Hoops McCann. He was in 16 Candles, Stand By Me, Say Anything, Con Air, High Fidelity, and Runaway Jury. Joel Murray played George Calamari. He was in Scrooged, Dharma and Greg, Still Standing, and Mad Men. Bobcat Goldthwait, my personal favorite, we all know from the Police Academy episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Egg Stork, he was, he's been the director, I didn't realize this, he directed The Man Show oh. with Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel. And he's been a director for Jimmy Kimmel Live for years. I, think, I don't know if it's cool. every episode, but he's been the director. Uh, but he was also an actor in the Police Academy movies, Hot to Trot, Scrooged, and Blow. Tom Villard, who died in 1994, played Clay Stork, his brother. He was in Greece too, The Trouble with Dick, My Girl, and In the Army Now. Uh, Curtis Armstrong played Ak Ak Raymond. He was in Risky Business, Revenge of the Nerds, Better Off Dead, Ray, and Southland Tales. Demi Moore was Cassandra Eldridge. She was in St. Elmo's Fire, one of your other favorites, About Last Night. <laughs> Ghost, A Few Good Men, and G.I. Jane. Uh, John Matuzic uh, died in 1989. He played Stain. He was in North Dallas 40, Caveman, and The Goonies. He was Sloth in The Goonies. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Piven. I, it took me a minute to realize Jeremy Piven had been in this movie. He was in the background somewhere. Um, uh, he was one of Teddy Beckerstead's friends on the, uh, the racing team, one of the rich white boys. Uh, he played Ty. He was in Say Anything, the TV show Ellen, Old School, Entourage, and the TV show Mr. Selfridge. Uh, Matt Mulhern played Teddy Beckerstead. He was in Extreme Prejudice, Biloxi Blues, and the TV show Major Dad. Mark Metcalf played Aguilla Beckerstead. He was in Animal House, Oscar, and The Stupids. I totally did not realize that that's who that was from Animal House. He was, um, and now I'm going to blank out on his name, um, Niedermeyer from Animal House. Okay. Do you I, remember Animal House enough to? Uh, okay. I, I'd like to think I do. He was, the one that, he was the one that kind of um, uh, had the accident with the horse and had to wear the neck brace yes. for the second half of the movie. And, yeah. and who and was... And he was the dad. Like the dad that was trying to ruin everything in this movie. The, the wealthy oh. dad. Not, oh. Not like okay. the old man dad, but okay. like the... Because that was George Burns, wasn't it? No. No, no, no. That, was, uh, that guy's name was it's William cool. Hickey. Okay. Yeah. He kind of looks. He looks a little bit like him. He, he plays. Did. He it's, plays the old man character. Like, yeah. He played the old man. Uh, he played the one of the grandparents in Christmas Vacation. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So I totally did not realize that that was the guy from Animal House, though. Uh, Kimberly Foster played Cookie Campbell. Uh, she was in the movie Dragnet, the TV show Dallas, Love Bites, and the TV show All My Children. Uh, Billy Bird, who played everybody's grandma, uh, but died in two thousand two. She played the grandma. She was in Home Alone, 16 Candles, Ernest Saves Christmas, and Dear John, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wagner played Uncle Frank, uh, the guy that was sitting around trying to win the million dollars on the radio. He was also in How I Got Into College and Mortuary Academy. John Flair- or Joe Flaherty sorry, uh, played General Raymond. Uh, he was in SCTV, Happy Gilmore, Stripes, uh, Follow That Bird, and Back to the Future Part Two. And William Hickey, who died in 1997, played Old Man Beckerstead. He was in The Producers, The Name of the Rose, Christmas Vacation, and The Nightmare Before Christmas. 
Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave this one a 60%. Audiences gave it a 64%. Siskel and Ebert, I don't think, reviewed it because they couldn't find one. CinemaScore did not have a review for it. This one won no awards. Um, and just a quick summary of this one. Uh, there once was a boy in Nantucket who was an aspiring cartoonist and didn't know what he wanted to do after high school. So he and a buddy go to the island for the summer, get caught up. You thought I was going to do the whole limerick thing. I you? just had no... I, have... I thought of I thought of writing a limerick to go with this, and and what I was going to write was both inappropriate and, and also applied to my opinion of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I, I don't know, man. <clears throat> so he and a buddy go to the island for the summer, get caught up in helping a beautiful singer save her family's property, and face off against the whitest antagonists ever in a sailing regatta. All that, and there's not even a character named Chaz or Buffy. Come running in from the lobby, thinking that they missed something. Ha! I'm Ed Stewart, movie star, also known as Bobcat Goldthwait, and me and my friends John Cusack and Demi Moore. I hate boats. I'm not getting on any boat. I beg to differ. Just had one crazy summer. Your dad said you were collecting shells. Shells. 57 millimeter. We did all the normal things people do. Hey, little boy, will you hold on to this for me? Made friends. Sorry. Oh, no. Saw the sights. Please, your enormous is anything but chilly. Killed our own food. Dazzled women. Ah! Are you ready for me, Hoops? We were party animals. Help me. Everyone loved us. My car. And we loved every minute. God. I felt a little bit better about who I was and where I was going. Okay, let's move it out. Here we go. Wave. It really was one crazy summer. All right, so two of the cartoon bunnies that get blown up at the end of the movie are supposed to resemble Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert. Yeah. Uh, Steve Holland was not happy with them uh, after they had reviewed his first movie with John Cusack, Better Off Dead. And so he decided he wanted to blow them up cartoon style. Uh, John Cusack had been upset with the director since they made Better Off Dead. He didn't think that it turned out well. Um, and so after this movie, they actually never spoke to each other ever again. Um, rumors were that John Cusack kind of checked out halfway through this movie and just kind of said, whatever, right, we're gonna, I'm going to finish this and then I'm never going to work with this guy again. And, mm. Uh, John Cusack and Jeremy Piven were roommates. Um, I don't think they were roommates at the time this movie was made, but this was their first movie together. And according to Steve Holland, he and Bobcat Goldthwaite are working on a sequel called One Epic Fall, uh, but they admit that Demi Moore and John Cusack would not be in it, probably for obvious reasons. Hmm. So, Patrick, buddy. <laughs> Is this the first time you saw yeah, this movie? Yeah, this is the first time I saw it. <laughs> will this be the last time yeah, you see this movie? Yeah, this will be the last time. All right. What do you think of it? You know, I got to be honest. I um, It wasn't crazy enough for you? Yeah. It, it. Well, that was the problem, okay? I, I kept trying to give the movie an honest chance, you know, and I started watching, and first of all, there were those weird cartoon things, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, is this going to be some cheesy cartoon? Oh, 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 okay, then... They show it like it's on, like he's an artist. Okay, and so that's that's kind of him imagining. Okay, I can kind of buy that. Our imaginations run wild. Okay, that's kind of cool. And 
okay, they, they show the camera angle with the, you know, where they're, where they're shooting down and it shows like his paper and it's like moving around like an animation. And, and, and that was all good. But uh, John, I got to be honest with you. It's like as soon as like one or two minutes into it, I was just like, I've got to do something else. <laughs> like I, I've got to, it, it was, lit, it was, I was really, I was watching my, I was watching the time, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I, I got to be honest. The, the thing that threw me off was that, I guess I didn't expect it to be as zany, you know, to where really, oh, is that, I was, let me kind of try and gather my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I didn't find it funny. There was nothing in there that really made me laugh. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even, I didn't even get some of it. The, the thing that I'm talking about is like, oh, is this is going to be zany, crazy. Okay, well, if you get tapped on the back, you know, your face will stay like that forever, mm-hmm. you know, because there's those girls making fun of uh, the the the, the yeah. younger sister's the dog. dog. Yeah. And then she goes up and taps them, and then their faces are stuck like that. Yeah. So I didn't get it. Is that, what, is that funny? I, I mean, is that, oh, okay, we're going to be super zany. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine, but then... the Super zany to the point where, like, the cartoon doesn't end. You've just got a cartoon with real people now. Yeah, okay, yeah. thanks. I'm, I'm spluttering. <laughs> I'm, I'm spluttering because I've got... And then they try to throw in the super zany. They try and throw in, like, a love story... And they try and throw in, okay, well, he's being tempted by the other girlfriend, or the other guy's girlfriend. You could say he was tempted by the fruit of another. Yeah, there you go. There you and go. then, I mean, and then they're, they meet Demi Moore, and they're getting chased by motorcycles. And it's like, oh, okay, cool, motorcycles will be right. in this movie. Well, see, that was the, you, they were motorcycles. So I thought, well, Pat's going to at least like that part. Yeah, and that was good until they, like, disappeared. And I guess that's kind of my, my theme is every, every chance I, this, I gave this movie... Okay, this scene will be interesting. Okay, this scene will be dramatic. Okay, this scene will be funny. Okay, this scene will be sad. They ruin it. There's something in there they ruin the scene. And it's sort of like, you know, it's like when they talk about sports teams that, ah, they manage to wrestle defeat out of the jaws of victory, you know? And I mean, it's just like, you're not going to mess it up. Yes, you are. And I, I'm i not going to go on with a laundry list, at least until later. <laughs> but just, I, I'm, I'm, it just, it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. I, I. I couldn't get into this movie at yeah. all, so I'm sure I'm going to be I'm in the in the in the next one. It's going to be pictures of me, uh, you know, like they he was blowing up um, Siskel and Ebert in his mm-hmm. animation. It'll probably be me for railing gonna, on the movie, right? But, in one epic fall, he's going to draw cartoons yeah, of Pat Canagallo and yeah. blow him up. Yeah, I just yeah, it, nothing about it was funny. Yeah. So how this about was, you? What do you think, John? <laughs> I, about the same. Um, this was one of the. This was the first time I'd ever seen this. I had seen. I mean, I've seen the cover of this VHS tape and DVD all over the place. Like I've, yeah. I've, I've seen this before, um, you know, in stores or or as a rental and and stuff like that. But I, you know, it's it's always got the cover of like that big smiling sun with yeah. the sunglasses and the, all everybody everybody standing on the pier and. Um, and what does that have to do with anything? I mean, I'm going to go with that. What is that it's, sun it's, with the sunglasses? One, it's one what, crazy summer. But was the sun? What those sunglasses? Does that make the? I don't know. That even the box. <laughs> like sh- I looked at the cover. It, and it was shows like, that it's summertime. Yeah, I guess, man. I just nothing <laughs> fit together. It was okay. I'm not going to interrupt no, you. No, no, no. At fine. least until I get excited in the next 20 seconds and right. do it again. Okay, I'll be quiet. No, no, no. You're, you're fine. Um, no, this was this was the first time I saw it, and you know, I'm. I'm fine with zany. I, I can handle zany. I mean, I like, but there's a certain degree. The zany has to work. It has to work as an overall story, and I don't think this one did. Because I'll go, I mean, I'll, I think that the level to which I'm okay with zany is Animal House. 
like something like Animal House. It's got a story that runs all the way through it. Um, it's also got those little just individual sketches that they're doing, like those little moments, those little two or three minute things. And it's zany. Like there, there is silly stuff that either defies logic or gravity or, or whatever. And I think that's my level of zany. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest problem with this movie is there were, I had other problems, but Bobcat Goldthwait. Okay. I just don't, and I didn't think I disliked him as much as I do. As a kid, I, th- I thought he was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember going to see, I don't know if we rented, or, or we probably would have rented, we wouldn't have seen it in the theater, like Hot to Trot. Mm-hmm. Like, we rented that. We rented some of his other movies. I remember seeing him, you know, bits and pieces in some of the Police Academy movies. I can't stand him now. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, the, the Police Academy one that we just did a while back, back in training, couldn't stand him. Okay. He he probably ruined that movie for me. Okay. And I'm thinking about this one too. Like the whole time this movie's going, I'm I'm trying to like you said, I'm trying to find something redeeming about this because I I really like John Cusack. He's one of my favorite actors, comedic or or dramatic. But so I'm sitting there going, I'm waiting for okay, John Cusack. He's you know he's, I, I like his movies. I I like him as an actor. Something's gonna get good here. I didn't see him as a redeeming character at all. I mean, you could almost tell he checked out halfway yeah. through. And the whole idea of this being a love story between him and um, Cassandra, Demi Moore, it's like, nope, don't see that. It, it's There's no chemistry there. Yeah, I don't see anything. And I, I think the zany parts of it, the parts to me that were funny, and I will give Bobcat Goldthwait a couple of, a couple of times where I thought it was funny, but those are the times where he's not doing his ah! like that whole thing. When he just starts screaming and just doing his whole manic, crazy thing, that's when I switch him off. The part that I thought was funny was when they tell him, okay, you gotta stay put. Mm-hmm. It's like telling a child, you gotta stay put. You're the lookout, stay put. Go warn them. And the minute somebody walks away, he's in the prop truck for the movie that they're filming. And that part, I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be kind of funny. And he's yep. like, he's going through the, but and he's not doing the yelling and the screaming stuff. He's just like, oh, I can wear that. That, yeah. that, that looks good. And then doing that whole thing. And that part, I was like, okay, this is this is kind of funny. Like I can right. see he's he's going to get in some kind of trouble here. And then he gets the the Godzilla costume yeah. on. And then I kind of saw where that was. You know, when the banker was Japanese, I kind of saw where that was going. Yeah. You, you had the model of the city, yeah. or the model of the resort they were going to have, yeah. and the banker's Japanese, and he's stuck in a Godzilla suit. I'm like, okay, I know where this is going. Yeah. I know what they're going to go here, go with here. But then the rest of it, I was like, nope, can't stand him, don't like him. I, and his, he's, he's, not my, his he's not my style of humor. His twin brother? Yeah. I mean, he, like, they were both supposed to be weird guys. Yeah. His twin brother was special needs. Right. That's what the joke was, and right. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be. If someone wants to call me a prude, that, that was just that was just offensive. Right. I mean, that's just like right. we're, I, we're teachers, so we have a little bit of a different take on it than yeah, maybe and, the general public. But and we're yeah, but we're parents, and we're right. but you know, I just even as a kid, like I'm trying to think, man, did we? Would we have thought that was funny? I don't like. Yeah. How is that? Fu- I mean, that wasn't even funny. Right. Like, I, I, so I mean, I just I was just like. Yeah. I'm throwing my hands up. Sorry, cyber, yes. sorry, cyberspace. You can't see it. Sorry, podcast. But I'm throwing my hands up because I mean, it's just like well, you're throwing that out there to be funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I can see, you know, I could even see something like a something about Mary mm-hmm. when it's more the interactions 
and it's and then they're mm-hmm. po- poking more fun at the people trying to interact yeah with not the people with themselves. special needs yeah. not themselves yeah but even that you got to be real careful because it's that that satire thing and you got to get right. you know it's comedy's hard this proved it because yeah. that I mean and I'm just I'm sorry I didn't mean to get all of a sudden <laughs> serious and, but that was you brought up Bobcat mm-hmm. uh wait I can't yeah. say his name the, the the whole thing with the brother like every time he came on I, I just was like real I just come on yeah so well. yeah so I just I think that this this hit a level of zany that I I don't think I'm I it just it's not my thing yeah it's not my bag it just and and if it had been if this had been like a fun summer movie yeah. with my other thing about this and I. And I know we've talked before. Like, don't try to put modern stuff onto a onto an old movie. And we've we've kind of had that debate back and forth. But I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm thinking of all of like my some of my favorite '80s movies. That we just did Ferris Bueller not that mm-hmm. long ago, a few weeks ago, and I'm thinking as as we're looking at that, we're like, okay, well, I I don't think that I'm Ferris, and I don't think that I'm Cameron, but you know, we knew people like this, and mm-hmm. and of course, like this is a this is a high school kid's dream, just to ditch school and and do yeah. fun stuff one day, and and, you know, a lot of these other movies we're watching, like, you look at it and you're like, yeah, I totally would have loved to do that as a kid. Or I totally connect with that. That's something that is like, that, that would be something I would love to do. Right. This is on Nantucket. And the big event at the end is a sailing regatta. Yeah. Does that connect with you? Yeah, I... <laughs> I mean, that's why I made the joke in the, in the description right. of the movie. is like, there's nobody named Buffy and Chaz here. Right. But, and, and we're a couple of white dudes. Right. But I like... This is not. Well, the, uh, who does this connect with? Like, you can't tell me that movie-going audiences across the United States and across the world would be like, "Oh my God, yeah, so let's go see a movie that deals yeah. with a race with a sailing regatta as the final." Yeah, I, I get, I get what you're saying. I mean, the funny thing is, I, you know, I might be like that guy, but then again, mm-hmm. I might. It's in the minority of it, and even. Because I've like both. Like even if, if even even if you don't like car racing, right? Or if you don't like and I mean, motorcycle I like the wa- racing, I like the water. I like the water. Right. I like. Yeah, but I'm I like mean, it's it's not. You can at least look at a car race and be like, oh, that's kind of cool. Even yeah. If, even if I'm not a huge racing fan, which you know I, I kind of am, but not as much as you are. Yeah. But I you I think people could at least look at that. The general public could at least be like, oh yeah, a race or. A basketball game, or a football well, game, or a yeah. But I, I get what you're sailing. saying. Sailing, I like. I feel like sailing's a, a real limited demographic. I, no, I get what you're saying, and I think it is. It might, if you get into it though. It, again, it's yeah. all it's all how it's portrayed. Right. It's all how it's portrayed. I mean, if did you ever see Summer Rental with John Candy? No. Awesome movie. I'm not gonna give it away mm-hmm. because I, you know, be careful. But they involve they use sailboats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you get out and you're really sailing along, I mean, yeah, there is. You know Thurston Howell the third, you know, sitting on the duck right. on the deck with Buffy and all that. Right. But when you get out and you're really sailing, where the boat's leaned up on the rail, and you know these guys running around. If you've seen the the modern the modern Thomas Crown affair, mm-hmm. did you see that? Yeah. There's yeah. a scene where he's out on yeah. the sailboat like yeah. that. I mean, it is a physical yeah. thing, and but again, this movie didn't. This, this is, movie this, didn't bring it out. This, this is high school kids. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like they could. I don't see high school kids being excited by that. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I think, I think you're right in that it would hit a narrow demographic, yeah. and you have to amp up the zany. Now they did because they stuck the car right in there, and that took off. 
But again, and that was kind of funny. But it, it was, but it's all kind of funny. Right. It's not like you're going to laugh out loud. It's not like you're building up to the scene where you know right. you know what's happening. Right. You know, and there's like no buildup. Mm-hmm. So I get what you're saying. Where that didn't fire. I mean, that's where I'd back up, and I I'd say, you know, that I. I mean, I, I, I like boats. I like water. I think sailing is pretty cool. I could see how I'm in the minority or, or mm-hmm. maybe in a narrower demographic. I think that might. And again, they didn't do anything to, okay, well, this is where the movie's going to get kind of serious. And this mm-hmm. we're going to make it look cool. Or, okay, well, we're going to make it look dopey. And they just couldn't do it. I, I'm, that's all I'm going to say is they just keep falling short. Whatever yeah. they're trying, it's, it's just... It's just falling short. It's just not funny. Yeah. So check out Summer Rental with John Candy. Okay. And there's some there's some good sailing scenes. Okay. In, yeah. In no, I have I have not seen that one, so that'll but, go that'll go on the list. Um, well, let me ask you this then: What did work about this movie? And I'm not going to allow you to say nothing. So <laughs> you're not allowed to say nothing, right? What did what is something that you could look at and say, okay, I hated the rest of it. Yeah. But they got this part right. Well, I'll be, I'll be, I think there was, I think the overall idea worked. You know, the general thing, guys heading up and, uh, well, you know what? I just looked it up. Summer rental would have been 85. It would have been a movie we should have done last year. Okay. Okay. Maybe we can go back to it. Retro, retroactive. We'll do a retroactive, man. Summer rental's fun. Okay. It's, that's, that's, and that's, that shows you how to do it right. Well, it's John Candy. Uh, Okay. So here's, here's, okay. Here's what I think they got good. All right. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good idea for a, a script. Heading out, heading with the buddy. Um, graduation's weighing on your mind. You know, what are you going to do? So he just decides to head out. Okay. Meets the mystery woman. All right. And, you know, wants to help her out with the concert and all that. Okay. I don't like this because I think, you know, it just portrays guys as, you know, they're going to chase whatever skirts in front of them. But, okay, let's say gets in with the, the girl that's trying to tempt him away. Has to, yeah, has to earn his way back. That wouldn't be me, but mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, that would at least be interesting. So I think that those general ideas worked, okay? I think a lot of the scenes, the overall, the beginning of the scene, there were a couple scenes that were good. They were funny, and then they just kind of... Ruin them, mm-hmm. you know the whole the chase with the, mo- the the bike, the bike gang. I mean that was great, but okay. Then we ended with this like elaborate car jumping mm-hmm. scene and all that kind of thing. It, and see that was one part. I'm kind of interrupting your your thought here, but that was one part that that I kept thinking. Okay, there's this motorcycle gang that's after her. They they didn't make it to try to catch him before they got on the ferry. Yeah. But at some point later in the movie, the motorcycle guys are going to show up again. Right. And they didn't. They, they didn't. And okay. I'm like, that, to me, that's lost opportunity. Like, you could bring back, you know, maybe the motorcycle gang shows up uh, yeah. at the end and when they're racing and, like, the motorcycle gang has created their own sailboat that's got motorcycle motors on the back. And I, I don't know, something. Yeah. If you're going to go zany, at least take your jokes and that, that's that's kind of a, a part of it. I think that's what you were saying is to see it through. Yeah. Like, I think they had several jokes going here. And it's like they got it to a certain point and you got that first laugh. And it's yeah. like, oh, good. We made him laugh. Next thing. Yeah. And and I'm like, no, no, no. Hold on. This is a movie. Yeah. Bring it bring it back. Like, and you did, bring it back. And, and you didn't make him laugh. Right. You didn't and carry, I didn't really laugh. I might took, have smiled, but. He took off from the gas station. Mm-hmm. He dragged the gas 
thing with him. Yeah. That was just that was like that was like a like a sea weight, a sea anchor. It mm-hmm. was just pulling it was pulling it down. It wasn't funny. It was like, well, where's the explosion? There's gonna be an explosion. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna pull a gas thing like that without a trail of flame. Now, if the car's racing and there's this trail of flame and then things are blowing up and it's that's zany mm-hmm. and that's okay, that's gonna be a little bit funny. If the explosion is what throws the car over to the thing. Right. But then it was just like, well, is that going to blow up? Well, what's going to happen with the bike? The jump. I'd accept the jump. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I mean, we can talk about the ones in the Blues Brothers, mm-hmm. but think of, okay, spoiler about Road Trip, but have you mm-hmm. seen Road Trip? Yeah. I mean, think of that whole scene. Right. Right? I mean... Suspend your disbelief. And yeah. <laughs> I, I, then just... It's already it. a zany movie, so... So you can do it, but then even the... It didn't have any build. It was mm-hmm. just... It all stayed, it flatlined. There was no building up to the jump was this big thing. It was like, oh, right. okay, they're going to jump the car. Yeah. Right. Okay, the kids' faces get stuck. Okay. Right. Th- there was just too many things that ticked me off and took me out of mm-hmm. that. Um, and you're right, the bike gang didn't show up. The funniest scene, um, and the, the one that I was like, that's pretty funny, is when they go to the funeral. They drive by the funeral like, hey, look, there she is. Okay. And they drive up, but then they bump the car. And they yes. set off the, at the funeral, they set off the car mm-hmm. alarm. Yeah was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I was like, okay, the movie's going to hit its stride. This is a funny <laughs> scene. But then even that, they didn't let it cook. Yeah. I mean, you got to let a scene like that cook a little bit. Yeah. Show facial reactions. Show no reaction. Show, I mean, look at what they do in the Blues Brothers. Look at what they mm-hmm. do in Hot Shots. Look at what they do in Naked Gun. When there's those scenes like that, yeah. let it cook a little bit. Yeah. And, and they don't. It's like, bam, like you said, on right. to the next thing. And, well, they... So I think that if it, this movie felt like it had Bobcat Goldthwait's attention span, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, you asked what what do they? Mm. I, I think that's what they they had the, the concept cool. They had lots of little scenes that mm. could have been seen through, and and so they had the startings of it. Yeah. So, anyways. Well, and and that was that was kind of my take too. It's like they had they had the idea. I, I mean, I think you like you said you've got a great concept. You've got a kid that they've just finished high school. It's the summer before high school. Yeah. It's, you know, you, you've just finished this one thing. You're about to start, you know, probably go to college. You're about to start something new. So you've almost got like this buffer zone in between. And it's like, hey, this could be a crazy summer. Yeah. Like this is our last summer before we go off to college and go our separate ways. And I, let's make this crazy because this is, it's almost like a Las Vegas thing. It's like yeah. whatever happens this summer stays in this summer and doesn't go beyond. This is yeah. our last summer. Let's do it up big. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I don't think of Nantucket as being crazy. Yeah. Now, granted, they have these zany characters, crazy characters, but I don't think of that as being a location that I would go to if, and I'm not the type of person to go off and, and do like a, a crazy summer thing anyway, but I'm not going to Nantucket. Right? To me, the whole setting of this and, and that, all, that whole thing, I, that, that just didn't work for me. But like you said, I think the, the concept was a good start. Mm-hmm. And they had some good, like some of the some of the dumb jokes were kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Like I did like the one he's looking through the uh, obituary, and he's like, "You ever notice how people die in alphabetical order?" <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but then oh, and then the other one, and this one, my I I don't know if my dad ever saw this movie, but he would absolutely have loved the part. Split a gut. When when the guy's buried in the sand yeah. up to his neck. And the big fat guy sits down, yeah, and he's like starts eating all the food that's there and pulls out this giant can of beans, yeah. And like my dad would have just died. He yeah, would have, he would have loved that. I don't know if he would have loved the rest of the movie, but that would have been he, the that movie. part. 
he would have. I mean, he loved the uh, the whole uh, campfire scene in Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm looking. I'm looking at that, going, okay, that part's kind of funny. Right. And the fact that the next scene you have is they dig him out and they're trying to give him CPR, and and all the guys are like, no, no, you do it. No, no, no. It's, no, you're trained to do it. I'm not. I'm, yeah. No, I'm, you yeah. got here first. And, yeah. And then it happens twice. Like, yeah. Then that was kind of funny that he gets stuck twice. And, yeah. And that yeah. has that happen to him, but, um, you know, I just kind of. I, I will go back to, it was just too zany. It was too zany. It was too haphazard. It wasn't, I know that there was a story that ran through the movie and, and the whole attempt at getting the land back or getting the house back, and it, but it just didn't, it didn't click for yeah. me. It just was a, when I think of a movie, One Crazy Summer, when I think of that title, mm-hmm. this movie was zany and weird, but not crazy in that, I'm seeing high school kids just graduated going off and having fun during their last summer before college. Mm-hmm. It was just weird. It wasn't, to me, it wasn't like crazy fun. Yeah. And the other part you brought, and I'm, I know I'm getting away from the, what was the one thing that worked in this movie, but um, the other, one of the other things that I did not like about the movie was John Cusack's character. Because I can go with like the the villain, the antagonist of the movie being very, Shallow and being oh you know it's uh, we're building this resort and so we don't care who we steal the house from or the land from or just as long as you win the regatta and we get grandpa's money and you know, they're all very shallow people yeah. so I didn't expect John Cusack to also be shallow when he's when he is clearly interested in Demi Moore's character yeah and then he goes off with the blonde girl Cookie yeah I'm like oh hold on a second now. Now, I understand that this is an 80s movie, and it's, like you said, it's kind of like, oh, well, there's this other girl that's interested in me. So, yeah. you know, it, maybe it's like the uh, Brady Bunch thing where he's got the, was it the episode where Greg had the two dates at the same time oh, yeah. and had to run back and forth. But it, yeah. So I'm looking at that and going, okay, well, I guess that's what this could turn into because he said, he said he'd be there when she sings, when Cassandra sings, but he also said he'd go to the drive-in with Cookie. So I'm like, is this going to be one of those things where he has to try to go back and forth between two different dates? Okay, well, they're not doing that. Yeah. And then it just kind of turns into a, why are you here with this girl in the first place? If you're very clearly interested in yeah. Cassandra, Demi Moore, why are you even over here? Yeah. Like, yeah, so she's cute. But to me, then, that makes you just as shallow as the villains in this yeah. movie. Yeah. And now I don't like your character. Yeah. So I, that was another big problem I had. I usually like John Cusack's characters in his movies. And this one, I was just like, I don't, I don't care about anybody. In this, other than Cassandra, like I felt bad for her that she was really trying to fight to get her, her family's house back yeah. and everything else. And like I like her as a character. I don't like anybody else in this movie, and so therefore I don't like this movie because yeah, she's. I mean, she's one of the main characters, but she's not the main character. And yeah, I agree. And with then you, there's Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, I, I, agree. <laughs> I just can't stand him. I agree with you. I agree with you. I. I, I I'm gonna repeat myself, so I don't want to. I, I think that happened. I was listening to one of our earlier podcasts. And I said something, and then ten minutes later, I said like the said exact same with the same wording. Yeah. So I'm cyberspace. I will try not to do this. But um, well, we figure if you watch this movie, you might have a short attention span. So we we don't yeah. want to repeat things for you on occasion. I'm so. saying if you want to see, the, the, I mean, I don't know. Did you have any other questions or whatever? You no, were no, no. That's, that's. I was gonna say check out Summer Rental. Yeah. Check out The Great Outdoors. Yeah. Both of those nail humor, but like actually have a good story mm-hmm. to them and they're not zany to the point of you're going to check out mm-hmm. so i mean those are great um i mean the classic if you want something a little bit more serious i mean you got american graffiti i mean yeah. that's the classic 
Hanging Out Before College yeah. movie. Um, drawn a, drawn blanks on the uh, on the uh, on the rest of them, but those would be movies that would come to. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for zany movies, check out Naked Gun. Check yeah. out Road Trip. Check out um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah. Check out uh, Hot Shots. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and they do the physical humor thing. Like, and I, I'll tell you, what bugged me is, oh, you get tapped on the back, your, you know, your face will stay that way, and then it happened, and it was like, well, dude, this isn't a Twilight Zone episode. That's just right. not even funny. Uh, Hot Shots. I'm gonna get a little spoilers about Hot mm-hmm. Shots if you haven't seen that. You remember that movie? Yeah. There was physical humor in that. I mean, remember when he pulls the air mask off and his mm-hmm. face is nice? Yeah. I mean, and it was like, <laughs> that was laugh all up. That's funny. Yeah. And then, you know, the uh, 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 the thing with the girls, that was just not funny. Yeah. Now someone's going to turn around and say, hey, can I go? Well, what's the difference? I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the difference is. One is funny, one isn't. But you know what? Because I don't know that difference, guess what you don't see me doing? Going out and trying to make movies that are funny. Right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm angry about the brother being portrayed that way. That's why I'm having anger right. when I'm describing this movie. Right. I think, well, and I mean, you brought up a, a whole list of them, but I think like the other, along the lines of the ones that I would think of being like the zany comedy type stuff, Airplane. Oh. Caddyshack. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would much rather go see any of the, uh, Stripes, mm-hmm. Porky's. You know, I, <laughs> I've already talked a right. couple times yeah, about how yeah, I, I yeah, saw that yeah. way earlier than I probably should have. Um, Is it zany song? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, just, I those I guess are a little bit more my speed. Yeah. This one just not. It did not. For some reason, did not click. And if you're listening and you're out there and you love this movie, I we would actually love to hear from you um, because uh, you know we and we didn't get. I don't think we got a chance to talk to Bo, Dennis, or Jeff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know what their take is on the movie, but maybe yeah. we can get them if they're here for next week's show. Then maybe we can get them to to let us know about it. But if uh, if you're listening and you like this movie, because I know there are people out there who like it, but if you like this movie, if this was a movie that you watched either as a kid or after the fact, and and you're like, no, I, it's a great movie, that we would genuinely like to know why you think it's it's a great movie. Like, I would. I'm, I'm not being I'm not being uh, combative. I'm not being uh, confrontational. I, I really would like to know, um, you know, for somebody who does like this movie, what is it that that really hooks you? about this movie because it just didn't it didn't click for you and me yeah and I was like when I was watching this thing and uh, and I was like um, man I'm gonna I'm, I, I was kind of hoping that someone had, I, I was kind of hoping it was like gonna be like when I said the thing about Pee Wee Herman where hey as a kid I remember seeing mm-hmm. this movie I remember all the scenes and and all that kind of thing um, I, and I was hoping so, but it sounds like that's not the, that's not the case. It's, I was going to yeah. be like, I got to take your word for it. Tell me why it's funny, right. and that's yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything else? Anything crazy you'd like to add about one crazy summer? Uh Would you go see one epic fall if they make it? No. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, no, I wouldn't. And I'd ignore the reviews because I don't know what the heck. I mean, yeah. But that's. I mean, obviously, we've talked about this. Um, Rotten Tomatoes wasn't out back then. Right. And Rotten Tomatoes, I, I do want to kind of, I want to throw this out there too. We use Rotten Tomatoes just, I know there's a, a lot of other websites out there that do uh, aggregating movie reviews. There's Metacritic, there's mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of others out there. I just use Rotten Tomatoes because it's just one example. You know, right. we, we're not using them because they're the gospel of, of movie reviews. Uh, it's just one that's out there. That's why I started bringing in 
Uh, I wanted to, I originally brought in Siskel and Ebert because they were the kind of the big reviewers of the time and in the 80s and and uh, wanted to bring in the cinema score as another thing. But I don't, if anybody's listening and, and you you know you're like, well, you shouldn't use Rotten Tomatoes because they suck. I'm like, well, it's just one example. Yeah. So I, we're not we're yeah. not treating them as gospel, but um, but yeah, I mean sometimes it boggles our mind as to how certain things get higher scores on there. And, yeah. But that's why you have sites like that that collect many different reviews and not just from John and Pat. Um, but uh, it is what it is. All right. So next time we are going to move from one corpse of a movie to a, a movie that has a corpse in it. Um, when we take a look at River's Edge starring Keanu Reeves, Crispin Glover, and Dennis Hopper. Um, a little uh, little speed action there before they were in speed together. Yep. Keanu Reeves and, yep. and Dennis Hopper. Um, Dennis Hopper still just as crazy mm-hmm. in every movie he was ever in. But uh, we're going to be taking a look at that one next time. So before then, um, Pat, do you know where you can reach us? You can reach us on Facetube. Face, there uh, you go. <laughs> Facetube and uh, Instavine. Instavine, that's right. Insta, Instavine winner. Send a, send a Twitter snap. Yep, a, a snap twit. Chat with us on a mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of effort to come up with those. Right. We've Pat's, got Facebook. Pat's, Pat's wife works in technology, folks. That's right, that's, that's right, That's man. why Pat doesn't need to know it. <laughs> He just goes home and asks. <laughs> I've heard that people start tagging her on pictures mm-hmm. that they want me to. Is that? What well, you I thought do? about you that. Like when someone? I when I put stuff up for our podcast on our Facebook page, yeah. which we do have a Facebook. It's a great segue. Bam, we do have a Facebook is. page, facebook.com slash three zero podcast. Um, I have thought at times because I will tag like Dennis, Jeff, Bo, myself, and I'm like, Pat's not on Facebook. Maybe I'll just tag Tammy and it was. So, As some people have, but done then that. Tammy's gonna start wondering, like, why am I getting tagged in all these things that have right. nothing to do with me? Right, you know? exactly. That's all right. Um, so you can find us on TwitFace, Tube, something, whatever it's called. Um, you can find us on 30podcast.com. That's three zero. All these are three zero podcast. Uh, 30podcast.com. You can email us, 30podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us, at 30podcast. Uh, we're almost at 100 followers, so if you want to go over there and, and take a look, a lot of times that's where we announce things right off the bat. Uh, we're on Facebook, like I said, at facebook.com slash 30 podcast. If you go to our website, we've also got a voicemail line since this is a podcast. Uh, if you want to send us some audio uh, feedback, if you want to talk about a movie we've uh, reviewed before, or if you want to um, send us something before we talk about a particular movie, you can call into our voicemail line and send it to us that way, and then we will feature you on the show. You can also find us wherever you find your podcasts. We are on Stitcher, the Satchel Podcast Player, Google Play Podcasts, iTunes, and you can listen to us directly from 30podcast.com. So like I said, next time we are taking a look at River's Edge starring Keanu Reeves, Crispin Glover, and Dennis Hopper. In the meantime, be excellent to each other and go see some good movies. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>